Welcome one and all to Cap Club Bar for today's episode of the Cap Club Podcast. I'm Digital Bacon and joining me behind the bar like he does each and every week is Tube Racker back and... What up? Uh, Bunny, what are you doing up there? Like, wait, where'd you get Disco Ball? Connections, Uh of course. Connections. Connections again. This time, we're building a Just Dance machine. <laughs> a just dance machine. machine. Machine, yeah, it's a machine. <laughs> Are you teaching work? it how to dance? Yes. <laughs> yep. Like, and uh, I and... will show them the god moves of the bunny, <laughs> and it will, it will be amazing. Can't so, wait to see the the machine in work, <laughs> working up. It's gonna be a great machine. It's gonna be a great machine. So like when the robots take over, this up. is the moment we look back to and blame Bunny too. That, yeah, that, this is it. <laughs> as, as long as they're all having the, the great moves, I don't care, dude. They're going to have great moves, don't worry. Oh, that's mm. going to be amazing. Groovy to the end. Oh. To the day we die. Anyway, that's not a bad little segue, I've got to say. Uh, well done, Buns. As the first topic of conversation has got to be about Ubisoft's following the trend of other companies such as, you know, they, they've seen Activision with their success in Call of Duty Warzone. They've seen that Fortnite thing, which, I mean, everyone was talking about two, three years ago. And then they're thinking of it themselves and going, that free-to-play business strategy might just work. And so going forward, it looks like they're considering, and by consider, I mean they pretty much decided that... Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, they're going to be going free to play. And it's a little bit awkward what it says, but it hints at near enough all their franchises doing this, which I don't know about you guys, but I can't, like, it doesn't make sense to me. When you look at, like, Assassin's Creed, how do you go free to play with Assassin's Creed? Online, baby. All that is Assassin's Creed. Crappy phone version. Battling. <laughs> you, okay, so the, the idea is you, you battle to see who gets to assassinate, assassinate someone. That's how this is going to work. Sounds pretty epic, in my opinion. Did you guys ever play the uh, Assassin's Creed multiplayer back on like the PS3 and that? No. So I've only played one Assassin's Creed. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was right. great. I don't know what you're talking about. It was fantastic. Well, just back a, a few so, people walking in a in a small room and they if they assassinate one of those people. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great gameplay. Definitely uh, couldn't improve. Couldn't have improved so that. it's Overwatch tiny, tiny room, pretty much. Tiny no, it's way, no yeah, so yeah. you didn't have yeah, any abilities. Is, it is. It, and they weren't tiny. Like I'm. So I'm thinking oh, back to like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That sort of. Uh, I can remember getting into the beta for that. But it was just great fun. Um, but again, it was all off the back and all the surroundings of that were off the real world. So I can see that being Ooh. free to play. But you get Assassin's Creed for the story, don't you? You don't get it for the multiplayer. Hence why there's not the multiplayer anymore. So it feels so uh, weird that they've gone heavily story-based recently. And now they're doing like a 180 on themselves, doesn't it? Well, to be honest, the only game I could see it working for would be Just Dance, just because you, know, you mm. get a few, a few free uh, songs. And then, of course, plus it's gonna have a lot of uh, DLC and transactions to the free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. to buy they more are, songs. Yeah. They're so, already all doing that with Just Dance. Yeah, uh, I mean they're also already putting microtransactions in the new Assassin's Creed, right? Which is stupid because it's a single-player game. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why would you 
pay for that one skin if it's single player. Like, it just seems a bit overkill. Mm. In my opinion. I mean, the Assassin's Creed like transactions in that was more to speed up, so you don't have to grind as much. And oh no 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 no! Well, I like added skins. Yeah. The, the new one that money played. It was like kind of crazy, and like it was the coolest uh, customizations <laughs> as well. They they looked so sick. But yeah, uh, yeah you had to pay twenty for it. I mean, that's just stupid because if you look at another game they made it released at the same time like a month later uh phoenix rising it also had like doc packs where you could also earn them in game by just doing challenges and if the challenge you earn points and there's points you could like buy a piece of the, the set and if you kept playing you could eventually get the whole set which is how you think that also do it for the normal system creed but apparently they're like money I mean, everyone does. <laughs> they yeah, all like true. money, so. <laughs> but still, like, it seems like the way that uh, the other game did it, Phoenix Rising, is more user friendly and you also still make money out of it because people who are impatient are still gonna pay for it. Even Phoenix for it Rising flopped, though. Like, well, it, I mean, it, it, it made its money else. back, but it just didn't do well. There's not gonna be a Phoenix Rising 2, probably. Well, they did release other DLC, of course, but that, like, that doesn't take away from the, the point. Like, it doesn't really matter because it was a totally new IP, new game. So, of course, it's either going to flop or it's going to ban, you know? That's how it is. So, if they would have done the same with Assassin's Creed, I don't think it would have flopped for Assassin's Creed anyways. If you know what I mean. Yeah. It being, being a new IP, it's always just risky. Like, same as Splatoon. It could also be a really bad IP. You look at ARMS, you know? Also flopped as new IP, so... Mm. Hit or miss with new IPs. And I'm gonna be honest, yeah, well, it's not bad, but like it did look a lot like Breath of the Wild, but just like a worse Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. Mm. And the story I mean, also wasn't great, so. <laughs> it, it was a bit like the whole, I would say this, the Skyrim comparisons, whenever you get adventure games back on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 era, everything got compared to Skyrim. Now everything sort of gets compared to Breath of the Wild, or at least has for the last couple of years, because that was the big new major game, and like especially with venture games that really popped off and you always get these like you know whenever a shooter comes out oh it's a call of duty clone or uh back with PUBG and all of that you know where everything yeah. is trying to copy it's just a trend isn't it to follow what's working at the time and currently i mean free the play is the biggest thing because it's all about getting players on board when you've got so many games at the moment that are free when you're looking at, let's just go with the lesser, you know, played ones like Smite included and all of that, Brawlhalla and Rocket League. You, you've got people there that probably buy a console or, you know, have an old PS4 because they're going quite cheap now, aren't they? They'll, that they're down to 200 quid because the next generation's out and they're not actually paying for games. They're just going, I've got a whole library here that's free and I'm just going to play that. So it gets people on board, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it broadens the, the, the player base, which is obviously why Rocket League also converted to free to play, because it probably thought it was like the nearest limit of sales. And of course, Epic Games bought them, and Epic Games is known for free to play games, if you look at Fortnite. And yeah, well, Fortnite is one of the biggest games ever created, and was free to play, so you know, I can see why it looks appealing to them, but it also seems kind of weird because, you know, the, Ubisoft is known for releasing four to five big games each and every year. Like, Games like Just Dance, obviously, every year. Games like Assassin's Creed, uh, Far Cry. So it's a bit weird to see them going full on free to play. It's only free to play now. And off the back, because I think, 
that yeah. I was just going to say because a lot of the like the aspects to the free-to-play genre is more about merchandising and getting brands on board. Like whenever you look at Fortnite, uh, having Master Chief, having Kratos from God of War in there, and Tomb Raider, that's more what the free-to-play thing is about. It's just getting so many people on board to then sell merch, basically, of different stuff. Take Rocket League. They've just released the F1 pack where you get a Formula 1 car and then the decal for all the teams in one pack. And it costs an eye-watering amount. It's the standard 2,000 <laughs> coins, which is like 20 quid. Now... Yeah. You're, you're not paying anything for the game, but 20 quid is basically a game in itself. And that's a ludicrous amount when back in the day, I can remember DLCs were like a fiver. And now everything's getting just so expensive when it comes to extra content. Oh, it's funny because it's the price that Rocket used to be before the feature play. 20 was the mm. normal price it used to be back in the day. So, I mean, yeah, you, you're right. The DLC used to be 10 times cheaper <laughs> for maybe even well maybe a little more stuff but like still you can still get like two cars and uh like eight decals per car and i know right now it's like real life cars f1 big fans out there so of course it's gonna sell well but i don't think it's worth mm. 20 and i don't think that for every other dlc they released ever since we to play because it's all been the same price since then and i guess for me. like for me i i I can say for myself, like with the F1 stuff, I hate that I know I'm going to buy this because I like F1 that much. I play Rocket League a lot. I want to be able to use it. I've got the money to spend 20 quid on that, but it feels eye-watering and at the same time knowing that a lot of people will want this but won't be able to afford it. And it's Cyanix, Epic Games, whatever, knowing that they'll be able to make money from this full stop. Instead of like doing it for it's all about money at the end of the day, you know, they're running it as a business. Yeah, Generally, mean, how yeah. this works is Sonics will take half the half the profits, you know, half of that 20 quid. That further 10 quid is going to go to what is it, Liberty Media, uh, for them to distribute amongst all the teams, you know, part of the profits and that. Because I'm, I'm saying that's not how it's working, but that's generally how this sort of stuff works, just to give an example. And it feels like we're on the start of a decline when it comes to DLC having less meaning to it. Like, whenever you get DLC now, new content added, it's normally free, which is good for a lot of people, but it feels lesser than what you used to get in the past, you know, when you would spend a tenner and get a whole new world added to your game, whereas now it's like, oh, they've just added, you know, a new gun or something like that. It's Content is getting smaller like yeah. whenever you look at take warzone for example it's always the same map they don't ever really change it fortnite changed theirs like or they'll change one small area but it's relatively quite easy to do it's not a massive amount of effort there they're just working on the best ways to make money with what they've already got i mean of course it's not really dlc for those games it's more like more updates to try and not keep the gameplay as still as it pretty much is because you know if they don't update it enough then it's gonna be boring mm. but if you look at DLC it's either way like it's either you have to buy especially Ubisoft you buy like a, a pass which is like 30 euros more and then you get all the C with it or you get a free, free game and you get updates 
you have a lot of microtransactions which are pretty much overpriced most of the time then again you know it's it's <laughs> you got a game for free but people are more likely to buy Ooh. because the game was free or you get some rare occasions where you actually get DLC worth the money and it seems that the DLC that's worth the money is getting smaller and smaller over the years because everyone is looking for more ways to make more money and this whole new free-to-play uh, plan is also mm. working towards making more money for less work pretty much I mean because I'm generally not the type of person to actually pay for cosmetics in games I always just count for the uh, actual content because that to me actually has value um but you two do you ever like buy cosmetics in game really or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely, uh, <laughs> i definitely buy some things i would say well you talked about the brawlhalla skins in that so can you like explain what it, it like wh how you find value in that for me buns because like i'm someone that doesn't understand it that's just not me i get that it's a thing but like could you like I don't know where do you find value like what is dlc well, and like how what are your thoughts about this then oh do you see oh i thought or at least transactions in this like yeah. cosmetics and that like well, are, are you happy is, with I mean, the pricing or nah, like, well not in every game like if i look at warzone it's completely bullshit sometimes hmm. uh because you you'll pay for a like for yeah a guy with a you know a different look and then maybe one gun with a skin and you'll play, you'll pay like twenty four for that, and I'll be honest, it's a bit, it's a bit much for like just one skin, you know. <laughs> um, but there's also packs. I think they're adjusting a bit on Warzone because I feel like mm -hmm. you get better packages these days. Other games also. Oh, yeah, yeah, always buy things, you know. It's well, just, well, I mean, yeah, it depends on just, because yeah. if you play the game a lot and you're gonna see it a lot, then I feel like. Yeah, money yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, know, that's pretty much that. Like, I play the game a lot. I look at it a lot. So, you know, might as well just buy something that looks cool. Hmm. And, yeah, for me, I think cosmetics are always something I buy. Uh, I do have to say that I'm also a guy that would legitly buy it for a game that he's played two hours. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, of course. I was, I was going online. Uh, but, but, yeah, but, but I did play... Oh, the first time, when you bought the pack. Yeah, The first time you bought the pack, it was a little bit of money. <laughs> Second time was fine, because they actually paid enough yeah, to get a value like, out of it. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But, uh, yeah, Still, you it know, shows. <laughs> it, it shows. There's always, always people for it, you know? So... Yeah, uh, one like, thing I've got to ask as well, not only this free-to-play mentality, to take... Because um, you brought up Sea of Thieves. For me personally, I use the Xbox Game Pass quite a lot. I've actually just gone and uh, turned off the PlayStation Now. Uh, like their the Sony Game Pass, just because I don't think it's worth the money anymore. They're not adding enough to it, but that's a different conversation. Um, but are you worried about with how games are going on to these, you know, pay as a service, that if you buy a, a transaction, that you might not have that game in let's say six months time and so you've just paid this money on a transaction and you can't even access it anymore mm, i don't think because i don't think i would buy transactions for a game i'm not gonna own because i know i'm gonna play it for a long time you know yeah so for example for me again it would be things rising because i got the pass for four months it will be, it will be enough for every dlc to release and i knew after that i'm not gonna play so i didn't buy anything in that game 
also because of single player, so I don't see the point of buying Cosmetics as a single player, because you know, it's always fun to show off to our people when uh, you're playing multiplayer games, that's why most multiplayer games have a lot of cosmetics. But if I know I'm not going to play it for a long time, I'm just not going to buy anything in there, because it's going to be a temporary game I'm playing. Assassin's Creed Valhalla definitely went in the midst with that. Like they added single player customization skins. But I feel like more than 50% of the people who played it on PC just hacked. Yeah, they hacked it. No! It, was, it was so simple. It was just you legitly had Canceled. to add something and then you got every DLC, well, DLC um, cosmetic that there was. <laughs> so yeah. why bother buying it for a single player game if you can just, mm. you know have it on there okay yeah i mean <laughs> like i said i don't know why i would buy cosmetics for a single player game yeah, single player game is just something i feel like yeah it, it, it doesn't add up no it doesn't make sense because single player game you only there for yourself and most of the stuff you're gonna unlock through the game and maybe they release a few cool stuff where you spend money for but what's the point because usually it's also first person you can't even see after you're wearing hmm. And so, like, okay, why would they pay five euros for this? Like, Rock League, of course, and CFTs and all the other games makes more sense because you can kind of flaunt them for other people. And it's cool to have cool stuff. Also, I just want to say that uh, the last match we're going to play today is going to be uh, the battle for main event between Bonnie and Mako again. It's going to be a rematch. Okay. <laughs> One okay. point for Bonnie and Mario Kart, and uh, we'll see who gets the next point for the main event. So if I win, is this just confirmed that this right? Well, not this one, the last one we play. For the no, I know, I know, but like, if uh, I win today, it's I just don't know confirmed, confirmed main event. Also, how are you so epic? You have a crab? You have rainbow? What happened to you? Well, I played this. Uh, and, of course, what we just said, <laughs> like microtransactions. <laughs> so I definitely spent some money. Oh, man. Yeah. There oh. you go, dude. I was, I was like, wait, this guy's looking epic, dude. I was like, what? Last time he was doing pretty shit, but now he's looking epic. Because of the epic stuff he bought. Yeah, I had some... Uh, I did an investment on Steam with, like, CSGO crates when they were really cheap. And people oh. thought they were going to go up. Well, they did go up. And then I sold, like, <laughs> ten of them. And then I could buy this. I was like, oh, okay, sick. <laughs> Just the crap, like I ran off, dude. He, he was getting yeah, himself ready for Bitcoin. Dude. That's what he was doing. <laughs> it is crap. Oh. It was an amazing crap. It does pretty cool. To bring it back onto the topic of DLC, there was one interesting thing, and it's not DLC per se, but Nintendo have just announced a new amiibo to go alongside mm -hmm. uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, which releases next month. And. Yeah. This thing is quite expensive. $25 for an Amiibo is eye-watering, you know? And don't get me wrong, it's going to be a limited edition or that. But the thing which hurts a lot of people, and especially me, it, even though, like, and it feels weird to say that because I know I'm not going to get this game because I've already got it on the Wii. But <laughs> okay. for a port of a game, not only are they sending this at 60 quid, which is, you know, full price, which mm -hmm. normally yeah, is... Standard. Yeah, which is a no like is frowned upon because you know it's it's just re-releasing an old game, but part of like getting this amiibo, amiibo, the benefit of it is that you get a quality of life benefit in the game. Um, or the Lothwing amiibo, if anyone wants, um, what it does. If you're on the lower world as you know in a dungeon, whatever, you can just tap that onto the Joy-Con and it will teleport you to the hub world. 
instantly. Instead of having to go all the way out of the dungeon to a save statue, you can then just do it there and then. And considering this is coming out on launch, it irks me that this could have been part of the game and they're actively choosing to remove it. Yeah. Again, well, it, it's a little bit like the whole trying to scrape as much money out of a franchise. If anything, mm -hmm. it's akin to, you know, overcharging. Like, you know, we hate with Sonic's on uh, Rocket League decals. Mm -hmm. Well, once again, for me, seeing Rocket League, it just means I'm not going to buy it. Mm. But it does, it just shows that uh, every company, of course, wants to make money, and Nintendo's no exception. So they're mm. going to do whatever they can to make the most, while at least trying to afford the most without uh, getting called out too much for it. And this is just another step of their plan, I guess you can say. So, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but like I said, I know I'm not going to buy it just because. Vote with your wallet. It's that sort of mentality, right? What you call that for me? Uh, just you speak with your wallet. So if you don't like something, just don't buy it. Nintendo yeah. will make a loss on that, and then as such, they'll learn. Okay, we don't do that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like like that that feature, I don't know how much time it saves, but I don't think it would be worth for anyone to buy a twenty-five pretty much add-on for the upgraded version. At least I hope, I hope not. Mm. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope, it does, like, I hope it's not the same for I feel like most people would just buy it for the statue itself and not the actual feature, I hope. Because then it just seems a bit weird to spend your money on that. Mm. But out of interest, though, because the funny thing I look at this is back in the old days, this would be a thing where it would be bundled together as part of a deluxe edition. Now, deluxe edition would be this amiibo or cosmetic, and no one would have an issue. I don't think if this was just a cosmetic thing, anyone would have an issue with that. No, of course not, no. But because it's part of gameplay, which they're actively taking out. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would you, if this, like, this is already a scummy thing, and it, it, it's Nintendo, so you always, like, have this bright, sparkling image of them because, you know, Nintendo can't do wrong, but... It's becoming a weird pattern right now, isn't it? Like when you've got uh, Mario All-Stars with making that limited edition, taking away, like, you can't play Mario 35 anymore, which is super weird. But when does it get one too many for Nintendo where they start to stop this? Because, or will they ever stop this? Because they're making money, so who cares, right? They're a business. It they're always going to look to make the most profit even if they do anger some fans it's only going to be the minority we're we're super fans as such because you know we love talking about nintendo stuff but your average 10 year old kid who's realistic their demographic doesn't give a toss do they i feel like the, the thing you're talking about the month 35th anniversary mm -hmm. and any anniversary item i feel that's not the same because anniversary item is supposed to be there for a limited edition. That's why it's anniversary mm. limited edition item. So I don't think you can shit on them for that stuff. But I feel like the whole Skyward Sword love thing, which I mean, it's also for the anniversary, but it's still that, that feature is just for the Amiibo. And pretty much the only feature, as far as I've seen, it just seems uh, only people that actually want uh, Amiibo would buy that. Because I, like I said, I don't see why anyone would ever buy just for that feature. Because how much does it save you? Maybe like a minute or two every time you leave a dungeon? Then again, uh, yeah, it it will stack up. Yeah, but then it. again, you, you you don't know what you missed if you never had it. So 
if you're not gonna buy it, you're not gonna miss out on too much, I feel like. I don't know if Bonnie's opinion is because he's been quiet, he's been focusing on the game. He wants to uh, no, practice no, no, for later. No, no, no. You do be sweating this one, yeah. He wants to practice for later. Nah, I've been listening, dude. But, um, I mean, as, as Began said, it's not dead, like dead extreme, right? So, of course, you can buy it for it as a, as a statue that you just hold on there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it still saves time. And I looked at the gameplay a bit. It does seem to. You know, improve something. I feel like yeah. you shouldn't put that behind a pay. How is yeah. yeah? How is this different to, to pay to win, right? In a lot yeah. of sense, in games. I mean, yeah. In the, many multiplayer day, games, pay to win time. does not mean you win. It, it's more you've just got an advantage over everyone else. Now, whilst mm. you're not getting advantage over someone else in this case, you're still getting an advantage nonetheless, right? Yeah. Anyway, of course, like said, an advantage. I, I do think it's not as bad because it's not against someone else. So in that case. I don't care as much, but it still seems a bit stupid that it's going to be banned, uh, Amiibo. But that's just my, my take on it. Mm. Like, I, I feel like as long as it doesn't affect anyone else, like most stuff, I don't really care for it. Like, just let everyone do their own thing and someone wants to buy it because he wants to buy it for either the statue or the, the feature, go for it. As long as it doesn't affect anyone else playing mm. the game. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. But off the back of this, Chew. Yeah. If Nintendo's starting to go more of these ways, looking to mm -hmm. eke out money if and when, yeah, Splatoon 3 coming up, does it worry you with what DLC could be that? Because the only DLC for Splatoon 2 was the Octopass, which, relatively speaking, were, whilst it was an expensive expansion as such, had a lot of content, largely single-player content. But does it worry you that they could go the deep dark roots of microtransactions and try and eke out as much as possible through that mm, I don't think so especially because of course Nintendo has different teams and Splatoon team is a whole different team than this team working at right now mm. and like we don't even know if it's the other team working on this remake because as far as we know those other teams working after the wild so this could be just it's entirely, it's an entirely different team because I'm pretty sure Nintendo is like 12 or 10 different sections of different uh, uh, companies working for them pretty much and also their own companies of course mm -hmm. so uh, I don't really see Platoon going that route but then again uh, if it happens uh, I'm not I'm not sure if I want to buy a game in the first place because I, I first see gameplay and if I actually I'm interested enough to buy it again because uh, I want to see how much it differs from Platoon 2 but yeah I mean I mean do you see so far with Nintendo? I think it's been pretty fine. If you look at like say Splatoon 2 and uh, Mario Kart 8, like there was actually good DLC, uh, like worth your money. Mm. But then when you look at anniversary stuff, and then again, I'm not really going to talk about the whole uh, anniversary stuff because I feel like that's justified. It's an anniversary, it's limited edition. That's you're celebrating it, so I don't really know why I would uh, mod about that one. But this whole Skyward Sword Amiibo thing with being camp pay to win, I feel like just more a one-off than actually have it more often, but you no, know, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe we could debate it. I think so. The reason why the anniversary is just more that it's the only way you can get these games. If mm -hmm. they were to announce, you know, the the anniversary aspect to it is that you uh, just to continue on the Mario thing. The anniversary yeah. aspect of it was that you could only get a physical copy 
as that free pack with the music included because the music doesn't affect because you know you get little soundtracks added on mm -hmm. then no one would have an issue to it but the fact that you can't now get a copy of super mario galaxy uh mario sunshine mario 64 because one they don't print them anymore even as the all-stars anniversary edition or on their original formats yeah, at the same time, Nintendo is so heavily against emulating. It, it's yeah. no one can win, and Nintendo have made that an issue. Yeah, but I mean, at the other end, you got to look at this. Why are people having problems with it now when it has been happening for like yeah. fifteen <laughs> years say. now? Well, even longer, but yeah, longer. But like, just just to say, like, it has been happening before. Like, you can get mad now, but. Why didn't you get mad yeah. when it Kirby. happened back then? The Kirby, the, the Mario 2D. There has pack. been, yeah, there already has been like several uh, anniversary Mario packages that are no longer available anymore. So it's not like you, it was something out of the blue. Like they were like, oh, hey, this is something completely new. We're trying something out. No, it has happened before. You, you, you could have expected this. But uh, it would have I mean, I mean, happened, you know? To me, like, of course, the what has changed. A lot in a, a, a small time, I would say, like in the past six years, the world changed a lot. And I also feel like the world's also got more common to being entitled about a lot of st stuff. So I feel like th this pack released often in the, in the past, like except the Kirby pack and mm -hmm. Mario pack, and it wasn't an issue ever back then. But now suddenly it's an issue when someone releases like an anniversary pack, and like I, I don't really get myself why because. You know what you what you're buying. You know what you're getting. So if you don't feel it's worth your money, then I don't see why you would mock too much about it. I think it's more that it, it's the case that Nintendo have the capabilities to keep this going, to upload, for example, to the eShop copies of Super Mario Galaxy or you know Sunshine, whatever. Because you you take a look, Ocarina of Time was available on the Wii U, and all of that, you know, and it, it's just more the case of they're actively choosing not to do it. They're being anti-consumer, and that's I mean, the uh, largest I, issue yeah, there. I just definitely don't see it as that. Like, it's just yeah. an anniversary edition that has, you know, they've done it before. It's just, you know, it's something there. It's something they always did, so. I mean, like, like they can do it, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean... I would, I would also like if they released like a whole uh, emulation thing on their own console with like Nintendo, what they have done as SNES and NES. Mm. Of course I would like that, but I don't think they're holding it back on purpose. I feel, I feel like they don't, don't see a need to do it, and instead they're just waiting for like anniversaries and stuff to release them or remakes. Because they know that they, they actually make some money out of it, and you know. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't also see Xbox or PlayStation every time releasing the same games. So every now and then they also like release a pack. Pretty sure there's like a Xbox pack with uh, 10 games in, in or something. So I feel like, especially now, there's a new generation of Nintendo. They're also focusing on a lot of new IPs that you've seen in the past few years with ARMS, Splatoon, and possibly more coming in the future, you know? So hmm. There's also the aspect, of course, with social media these days that it's easier to be spoken uh, yeah. and to be heard like maybe you're in your own little chamber right but at the same time take it back to 2010 when the biggest thing was facebook and 
realistically you're only you know hearing the opinions of your friends you didn't go and follow strangers for example but now mm -hmm. where we have stuff like twitter and all of yeah. that and youtube's become as big as it was it is sorry and same with twitch where those opinions are now starting to be projected and maybe that's the difference like you're right this has always been a thing but no one's been able to communicate their dislike for it i mean personally i also think stuff like twitter in general like i personally spoke about this earlier in like the cft podcast so uh, mm -hmm. if you want to hear more about it then uh, check it out cft podcast but yeah i'm pretty sure you talk about it and i still think that this whole uh new world where you can literally see what anyone's saying at any time i don't think it's an improvement of the world at all because you get to see everyone's opinion even though they shouldn't matter to you you're still going to see them and you're going to see everyone bitching like hey yeah i also want to bitch on on this or that which is also why i see a lot of cancel, cancel culture which is also not like it's also bullshit like it shouldn't exist but it does because the whole world is your city now it used to be just your town is your, your city but now you, you can see everyone around the world say whatever they want and i still think that's actually not for the worse and not for the better because i don't, don't think you need to see what this person from australia or america has to say about everything you know mm. like just yeah, it's not really opinion. open that everyone can jump on the bandwagon you know yeah yeah i mean you don't I mean, even have to you don't even have to give a shit about the mario edition you know you could no, be like oh no. you know what yeah that look Fucking let's jump on the bandwagon, you know? Yeah, but that happens a lot. I mean, <laughs> same, believe, like I said, cancel culture with, uh, what's his name? Charles, James Charles. Like, a lot, a lot of people jumped on without even knowing what was going on. Just because it was like, kind of like a hype, I guess you could say. So, then again, like, like I said, I still feel like it's People kind of like just love hating curse. people these days. Oh, yeah, I mean, no it's, fun to, it's fun to have a bad guy, of course. With everything. I, I will admit, like, yeah, just projecting hate is a form of venting, isn't it, for a lot of people? Yeah. I, it's a close game. Close it, game. It's hard at the same time because a lot of people want to hear that. Because just take YouTube, for example. Mm -hmm. You want to hear what this YouTuber has to think because you say like their reviews of we'll just keep yeah. within well nintendo of controllers of games like their their opinions of games seem to link up with yours so mm -hmm. you, you you sort of begin to trust them in that sort of weird sense so yeah. if their opinions on something else because they've been right with what you already know you start to believe them and that can be a bit of a hard issue because like yeah. the whole fake news stuff right is that you're taking your information from one singular source and that is the issue is that people will take someone's opinion and then take that as fact rather than mm -hmm. an opinion without looking into things themselves and i think yeah. that's largely the issue there i mean i also think it's apologies for your own opinion like you never just follow what someone says 100 percent like uh, because, because of course i look at the reviews all the time and I know, uh, like, it's not always the same people, but sometimes I do want to know what someone thinks. But just because I may like them in some way, is I'm not going to agree with them all the time. Because I still have my own opinion, and I don't think that the person is always right. And that's how it should be. You sh there's no, no one that 100% agrees mm. with you all the time. It doesn't exist. And so, 
to not make this a political uh, podcast oh. or anything like that, or already just, happened, you're too late. <laughs> yeah, see if thieves, Moncres, Nintendo. Oh Don't my god! Uh, but just to take a real world thing that's currently happening right now uh, with all the disputes in Gaza, and we're not going to be talking about that subject or like anything in depth there. But to just use that as an example, because of course what you're hearing in the news is only one opinion or one side of the story and for me as soon as i read that i was like uh you know saw what was going on i was like hang on and then just seeing from twitter because i've got some friends out in israel and giving their opinions going to reddit and it's a very complex issue and just to make that as a point is that nothing's as straightforward as one opinion because a lot of different stuff can be complex and whilst what your opinion or what you're feeling might be correct yes that's only affecting you, and something could affect someone else completely differently, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, the problem also is, is because now it's like a worldwide thing, and people that have nothing to do with it are gonna spread facts mm. or opinions on things they probably shouldn't be messing with because it's not their situation, you know? Yeah. Like, like sometimes just let it rest. The same with getting offended. Sometimes it's not about you. Just let it go sometimes. But it's, it's, like I said, we live in a generation where they always have to say something about someone or something. Just because, you, just because you can. That's what I feel like, like kind of a toxic uh, situation we've been in lately. And probably going to be forever because it's definitely going to go back to what it was 20 years ago or whatever. So it's just something you have to deliver. Oh, if nowadays. anything, it's getting worse, you know, because yeah. it's just going to be much more widespread. And we, we've got a weird thing, right? Is that our older generation and still we're in school right now, I find it funny that you can't use Wikipedia as a source if you're writing, you know, just nothing like a proper uh, professional thing. We're just talking, you know, your GCSEs, your A-levels, your high school stuff, right? When it's absolutely fine to source a website for that, just because Wikipedia is seen as not being trustworthy because multiple people can edit in that. But realistically, Mm -hmm. in today's world, that's probably a better thing because someone can come in and correct it. And because of moderators, right? If it's yeah. an opinion, that's going to get taken off, which is just quite funny. And I wonder how in the future, when we've got the generation like us that have always grown up with the internet, or at least since I know for me, I was like eight years old when the internet became widespread and a common thing to use. And I know you guys are a little bit younger, but then take, you know, even younger kids that are currently only 10 where they have always had the internet there and you know how there's always the jokes of you'll see a five-year-old with an iphone these days and all of that right so where does like where do the lines get crossed there like when do how do they think about stuff in 10 years time you know when because right now when you think about the news and everything like that it's generally aimed at an older audience we're not the target demographic because we're not what's getting are largely the consumers of it when you're looking at more official sources like i know bbc cnn um unfortunately i don't know any dutch (laughs) news outlets so like off the top of my head (laughs) (laughs) okay but you you get what i'm saying like they're not aimed at us really because we will go elsewhere to look at stuff and you really go look at news to somewhere that aligns with your views don't you well, even then, I feel like you're gonna see it anyways. Like when you go to social media, mm. because you're not safe from any opinion on social media. So, even if you're just looking at memes, you're still gonna see 
some news about uh, some going on in the world. This is my, my experience. I always see some news when I'm just trying to <laughs> look at some memes and say something serious. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of random. And then sometimes I even know before my dad saw it in the news. So. <laughs> like, it's probably even more effective. And then I also don't know how much of it is true. When you look at some of those news outlets that you see on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Mm. I always find it bewildering. I don't know about you guys, but whenever you see like American news articles and it's like all meant to be shock value and like blam, blam, blam in your face, that sort of thing, you know? And you're just like, the, the, the intro. why? Why would you? Intro. <laughs> how can you even take this seriously? <laughs> and actually, for one of the big uh, things to me recently, because I, I was curious last night, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the. Uh, European Super League has yeah. sort of like gone quiet and it's for me I was like weirdly wondering like how's this just faded into nothing why is this not you know getting reported on anymore because you know it's not, not because a hot topic stopped. but it's not happening yeah well cancelled. Oh. They, they've still said it'll go forward but they <gasps> conversations have stopped because you know they're going to be going to their lawyers and like they, they don't have anything to talk about they want this to go quiet realistically because that's better for them, you know? Why publicize something bad? Because uh, they've already been shot down massively, so they've got to go away and, you know, work on the PR and all that. But anyway, uh, seeing some, like, uh, American... And, you know, it's not just an American view, I'm just saying, like, the podcaster himself doing this. And it was, it was coming from a place where he didn't really know the topic and had an expert on with him to explain it. But he was going for that point of where he's coming in from the outside. Seeing, you know, uh, Chelsea going up against Real Madrid sounds awesome from an outside perspective. Even though, you know, the Super League is incredibly bad and goes against everything within sport. But it's just different perspectives and different culture as well. Because when you look over towards American sports, they're all franchised. So they don't have that same ingrained local culture and part of identity that European football has. So... It was just very interesting to see how you can be influenced from what you already know and then look at an outside source technically incorrectly. It's not incorrect because it would be cool to see, again, Real Madrid go up against Chelsea uh, twice a season or whatever, but it's wrong for different reasons and makes it uncool for those reasons, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like they don't want to go too much into it because uh, you've been trying to ignore it, but... Uh, I know where you come from, and well, it does oh. sound cool. It also, uh, like, I don't want to go too much into it, but it just seems a bit more undeserved for them to stay in there, pretty much. Oh, but yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it, because uh, maybe some angry boys <laughs> watching. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that that's the point. It, it's, it gets rid of the whole point of competition within football. That That's why it's bad. Um, yeah. But... It's good to understand where the thought process is coming from, why it might be a thing. That And that's mm-hmm. how I generally look at, again, with news and everything, is it's better to understand the opposition to be able to not only formulate your thought process and to see the different angles, but also to try and like understand how to communicate why you don't think that way or why it's wrong. And yeah. that's an area I think that gets glossed over quite a lot. Yeah, well, well I, th- I think uh, social media has it good and bad things because, of course, sometimes 
when the more things together, some good things happen. But I feel like majority of the time, it just falsely getting accused of something or people just for no reason attacking someone because it's hyper now. So mm -hmm. I, I think I think uh, there has to be some mon monitoring, which is impossible, of course. But it, it's a wild state, social media. <laughs> yeah. But well, at the same time, much. you don't want it monitored because then you're moderating opinions which is not yeah. a good thing yeah. it, it's a hard it, it's a tightrope isn't it oh yeah i mean like i said it's probably too far done anyways it just seems i don't know it seems like a weird position to be in right now i don't know if bunny's anything to add he's been uh, still trying he's just waiting for, for the last round he's like <laughs> no no i need to get good for the last round i need to become too many events <laughs> That's all a uh, juicy topic, so uh, I like to keep it uh, keep it quiet. Oh, but I thought you were part of the podcast, so why aren't you talking? Huh? Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> true, 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 true. Talk some. Come on, man. Hello. Because we all know you have opinions, and I don't know why you're scared of them, because you're not an influencer anyway, so I don't no, know why no, you're scared no, of them. No, 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 yeah. It's just, I always keep things for myself. Everything? Okay. Well, a lot of political things, um, you know, things like that, I always keep for myself, you know? Don't have to I put see. it out there. I just have judgmental people for the no, of course cancellations. Not. Oh. Of course not, but it's just like, why do you have to share everything in a world where <laughs> everything <laughs> is already being shared? Where's Megan going, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I just realized I was going to a different map, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's a f like not a bad opinion to have there, Bunny, where just keep it to yourself. Like, yeah, you, like you don't need you don't to project it. Out there, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people could learn from that as such. <laughs> Not everything has to be shared. To all the Twitter people. Because I, I, like, I'm like i pretty sure, at least uh, when, I, when I listen to a lot of uh, influencers, they're always shitting on Twitter for like the biggest platform. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, I, I would think Twitter was like the, like the biggest source of... Uh, uh, of the, the stuff, but then again, I'm going to myself a lot only for uh, gaming related stuff, so. And it, it's funny, because just the take, uh, again, a lot of people say shit on YouTube or Twitch, right? And YouTube's one that's interesting for me because so many people make a living out of YouTube. It's such a, you know, a big platform for content. And mm -hmm. it, it, it can it, it can show how People get angry when they're passionate about something or when it truly affects them. Because, like, right now, I'm having a bug with uh, YouTube where every other video just does not want to load. And then I've got to go out, reload the page, whatever. And it's just getting really annoying. But am I going to take, like, you know, go use a different service? No, because the content I want to watch is on YouTube. And I'm getting frustrated here and only going to continue the frustration because it's where I want to be, right? It's like yeah, when I mean, you get angry at a game because you can't complete a level or you keep getting, you know, uh, shat on and Call of Duty. You're just like getting angrier and angrier, aren't you? <laughs> I feel like on you, what, what, what your problem with YouTube is, though, there's not a lot of other platforms to go on, though. So, uh, True. There's not other options. <laughs> Vimeo, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I go to TikTok of, uh... now. That's it. <laughs> also from I, a news source. Ooh, I downloaded TikTok, by the way, boys. I oh. actually got around because, again, I was like, you know what? 
I've only ever seen TikToks as when they're uploaded to YouTube as like I guess compilations or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, he I, the I, compilations. He likes them. No, but just because even like, I use it. <laughs> I had no because I had to research this. You know, part of my job it, it's is to not only for the podcast <laughs> but you know forecast and all that with Rockley to try and keep up and understand it all. I just don't get why people like it. TikTok content is crap. It's so low I, I get it it's it's low budget it's easy to make but when i'm you know grown up or i i'm feeling like a boomer yes because where i've got so used to the quality of say youtube videos and the amount of effort people put into that when it's all just people lip syncing or dancing that's not content that i care about when it's people trying to i don't know put little gaming clips where it's on that phone size it's horrid um yeah it's just not good content i don't get it i mean there are people who put uh, effort into the tiktoks like uh, you can't just say the entirety of tiktok is uh, no effort of course there's a the big trick i i'm but, making uh, a sweeping statement you're right yeah i tell you man yeah man i, I mean sure. i mean i mean it's even shit content on youtube isn't there but yeah like i said i also don't care for tiktok so i mean i feel the same as with you when you're talking about the new rocket league mobile game is you would just use it to go on the toilet. I think a lot of people do the same with TikTok. Mm -hmm. They go do something sm small, go to the toilet, whatever. Then you look at TikTok in the meantime to do something when they're maybe traveling, whatever. I don't know. So I don't know how many people are actually <laughs> looking at it a lot <laughs> when I'm not shitting, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably <laughs> going to be surprised if I know how many people actually look at it. Everybody Barney, poops. Yeah. yeah do, do you look at TikTok a lot, even outside of yeah. pooping? Yeah. Oh, is your main? Uh, is so, what is the draw to TikTok for you? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm saying TikTok for me is bad, but you know, you clearly lie. people enjoy it, right? So yeah. that don't make it bad. It's the same with like, uh, you know, people share on Fortnite. Fortnite's a good game because clearly a lot of people play it and people enjoy it. So you know, that's it's not, not being, of course. <laughs> but so, what is it about TikTok that is appealing to you, Bunny? Just get get a laugh. There's enough on there to tune in out. And hot girls, of course. Don't forget the hot girls. girls. Don't forget the hot <laughs> girls. Also, very main part. But there's also enough content to just, you know, left. You know, it's just stupid people. It's like Vine all over again. Vine was always fun. So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I found people put more effort into Vine, so than TikTok. I doubt that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doubting that that is... Uh, that's a big statement you're making there. I mean, I feel back on like, because he like he said he just videos, joined. Right? He's he's on yeah. there for like a week. <laughs> I haven't got to the good content. Seen. I haven't found good creators yet. That's it. I right? mean, of course, you you're on there for like a week, so it's still adjusting to your um to what you like. Mm. Fair enough. I'll, I'll I'll go away and I'll come back next week with like a TikTok update. That's what we'll do. Oh man, <laughs> so this sound good. Sound good. Bunny, you can send me a couple of like recommendations, okay? Well, definitely not, because you definitely aren't gonna like. <laughs> he he doesn't want me to know. It's like hiding his uh, internet history. That's what he's doing. Uh, right yeah, there. the hot girls, dude. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I was about to say, I'm only, only gonna send you hot girls. <laughs> so you, you, like call, you like to call it lemons and cake, right? That's what you like to call it back in the day with newbies. Um, <laughs> yeah, you uh, do, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember, dude. Melons and cake, melons and cake. peaches. Yeah, also, pretty yeah. much, pretty much everyone calls them. Like that? No, no eggplant, no. 
No, I, okay. I don't really look at the eggplant. And <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm just wondering. It's not really my uh, no, cup of tea. Okay. I'm just wondering. Confused right now. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the, the, the I I get the idea. I get. Yeah. I figured it. Uh, Would you like me clicked. to explain um... <laughs> for the v for the listeners and viewers at home? All right. Pictures <laughs> is the arse. All right. Oh, man. Question mark. No. 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 Oh, okay. That, that's that's old. It's the same with cake. It's the same with cake. Cake is also just um, ass. Ass. But then oh, okay. that could actually be from a man or a female. Okay. Could be, uh, but but you know both ways. What else we got? That's, we got uh, the eggplant. Well, mm -hmm. can you? I'll, I'll let you guess. What do you think uh, the eggplant is, Bacon? <laughs> uh oh, yeah, right. The eggplant emoji. Right, I got you now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Any guess? Mm -hmm. Can you mm -hmm. explain? Except for the viewers. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it's a dick. <laughs> everyone. A yeah, I knew that. I was just like, how do you say penis on a podcast? I mean, we're not. Like, you know, well, save, you, you like, whenever it, you so. look, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think no, of an no, no, eloquent no. way. No. Neither. There you go. Hey, Dick. <laughs> um, what else we got? Melons. Dick is, it, Dick is actually a normal word. A normal name yeah, it's just Dick. completely normal, yeah. So, normal we, we got melons. Can you, can you get the melons? Oh, uh, bobs. Mm. Yeah. Oh, vagana? <laughs> Any vaganas? Vaganas. Um... <laughs> This podcast has taken a weird turn hey, today, I've got to say. I I guess we could say cat. Dude, this what? is the couple of podcast after hours. <laughs> oh, 3.7 back on, back on, on this round. I hate to see it. Unless. <laughs> yep, we've got up. one last one, I think, don't we? Well, this is the last one, actually. And then we could probably do the legendary round. See who gets. <laughs> <laughs> you to get Haven't the I won two already? Defense. Thank you. No, no, I won the first one. Hold up. And then I won the next two. This is a first. No, yeah. I've only won one. Right. Yeah, yeah, calm down. Okay, dude. Yeah. Calm down. Okay, yeah, no. This guy trying to yoink to victories for me. Okay. Don't worry. This will be the second one. Oh. Unless you pin it up. Oh. You didn't. Even this. <laughs> it's... There you go. Talking That's about funny. the main event. Ooh, E3 yeah. coming up might not just be the main event, boys, because I we have got we have got contestants, some competition. Summer Game Fest is going to be starting June the 10th, just ahead of the June the 12th E3 date. Now, some, E3 didn't happen last year. That got, you know, cancelled due to Corona. Summer's, Summer Game Fest was the new hot thing. This year, I'm quite excited because... You know, we've got some mixing up in how these companies want to display their games. Like, we know Sony is not going to be at E3, but it will be part of the Summer Game Fest, as well as having their own state of play. And then Nintendo looked to be having... I I, I, I didn't put this in the thing, but there looks to be some sort of Pokemon Direct coming up next month, apparently. Oh, I didn't know that. Alongside them being involved at E3. So... You know, it's interesting to see, like, the connections here going on. Well, I'm going to give my opinion for the way, I don't think Summer Game Fest is going to be that big of competition. You don't Simply think? Because, no, Simply because it's going to be spread out over, like, a month time. Because, uh, you didn't say, but it's going to be in four parts. And I feel like the most food parts are going to be part one and two, because one is going to be 
one day, two days before E3, another one's gonna be one day after E3. Mm. So it feels like it's part of E3, but the other two, I think pretty one is somewhere in July, dude. So I was like, okay, that's a bit late. <laughs> and it's also like the problem last last year with some of Game Fest, like it was too spread out. So it didn't really feel like an event where we got uh, like E3. That feels like an actual kind of gamer holiday, you know what I mean? Just sitting around the streams with the boys, watching your favorite content creator at 3 a.m. That's just me. That's my opinion. Funny? Are you, yeah, are no, you no, hyped no, from I'm, one I'm, or the I'm, other no. or? Yeah, well, E3, yeah. I don't really uh, think the other one is going to be uh, a big, uh, you know, a big event. Of course, you it's going to be fun, but. Well, hopefully, that's it. we're going to get some epic announcements. Yeah. That would be epic, but. It would be late, like, but, you know, don't, don't get your. Uh... Yeah, I don't even remember any big announcements from, from last summer Game Fest. Because, to be honest, I didn't even really this actually happened because it was supposed to put out. <laughs> and it seems that they're kind of making it a bit smaller, but still. Four parts in like a month time, it seems a bit too spread out. Like, I don't know why they're doing it, but they're doing it. That's the way they want to do it. Well, to me, it makes sense because it feels more like they're giving developers a little bit more like airtime, for example. So the problem with E3 was always you're getting so many different announcements at the same time which a lot of people will find cool but when you have a developer you can quite often get overshadowed by another announcement so spread them out across four different events with a bit of room in between them works quite well to say um i know konami doesn't want to get overshadowed by capcom's announcement of whatever they're putting out there so to me that it seems like a good formula. I don't know because a lot of same with like game awards, it just goes on for way too long, and it's same might happen with some game pass when they give more time to these uh, like developers. Because as a consumer, you don't want to stare at the same game for five to ten minutes. You just want oh, to see. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah fast trailer, you know that yeah, yeah, gives yeah. us hype. Yeah, exactly. So as a consumer, I don't really see how it's gonna be better, but maybe as a developer, but then again. You, it's, not, it's not about developer, really. it's about selling your product, is it? So, mm. like, it might, might not even benefit the uh, developer itself at the end of the day because it's gonna have less viewers and people might get, lose interest when it's taking them for too long. Because I remember with uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, for a lot of people, it was like they did like a poll in, in the stream and uh, before they did, like, are you hyped for this game? And then, you know, they all said yes, and then they kept showing it, and it actually. <laughs> people down. lost hype, yeah, because it was taking <laughs> over very long. Like it took like 50 minutes. People were hoping, even though they said it beforehand, hope other announcements. It never happened, so like it could actually be uh, bad for the developers <laughs> at them today. We'll see, though. We'll see. I just don't think it's gonna beat E3. I think E3 is a bit uh, a top dog, especially if so many companies coming back. Mm. So. I'm also, like I said, more E3 guy, but it's like holiday. Staying up late, watching the announcements, being hyped for uh, Mario Kart 9. Oh. <laughs> Mario Kart 9, you say? I mean, oh. yeah, you boy, up to. Another topic Mario of conversation, all the leaks, buddy. All those very tasty yeah, leaks coming leak. on out. And, I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks back, where when Mario Kart 8 became like the best-selling game on the Switch uh, out doing, what was it, 28 million copies, which is nuts. Um, I, think but, I think it was 38, actually, but I might be wrong. I think 
It's 28, but, you know, it could be either. Um, yeah, look it up right now if you don't mind. But Mario Kart 9, I can remember when, you know, we were talking about it. You made the point of, well, why? Just straight up, because they're already selling copies of Mario Kart 8. Why go do a Mario Kart 9? Apparently, you know, because it's it's Wait. been a while. They haven't put out a Mario Kart game. Like, Mario Kart 8 was developed ages ago. Right, it was back on the Wii U, uh, 2014. I want to say it was released just off the top of my head. So sure. the game's seven years old. I'm pretty sure I was all for it releasing again, if I remember correctly, because I was I was for like it was a stupid argument, saying it sold well. Hmm. Because literally any other game just because it sells doesn't mean they're not gonna release another one. They just want more money. So I don't know. Maybe you got it wrong, but I don't think it was me who said that. I'm pretty sure it was. Or you didn't expect there to be... Sorry, you didn't expect there to be in Mario Kart this year or next. The thing. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Well, actually, I know again, dude, because I did a lot of research. And I, like, <laughs> because I'm a Mario Kart advocate. Dude. I like Mario Kart. So I actually did some research on like, how long it would take for a new Mario Kart. And it's always been like three years. Mm. Like, so we're in the so. longest stint right now. It's like I said, well, I don't count the yeah. locks because... Yeah, but they do probably. <laughs> so Maybe. And good news because it's also been three years ago, so even for them, it's time to release a new one. And unless they also count Mario Kart Tour, which would be bad. <laughs> yeah, three don't years. count that. But Mario Kart Tour is not a bad game at all, you know. Like it, it's not proper Mario Kart, is it? Yeah. Even though it's still fun, it's not the same. Mm. It was weird as well because they always counted like when you're talking about those release dates. You, they always counted um, the handheld games. In the same light they always did you know uh home console handheld home console handheld like in the little rotation it was always really unique weren't it yeah well hopefully at least it's true i'm gonna get Mario Kart 9 it might, might not be another e3 but they did say it's gonna release the end of this year or early next year so either way it's gonna be released soon and i'm hyped good Mario Kart game it's been a while what would you like to see Let's in Mario Kart 9 like what uh, addition? Well, obviously new maps, of course. I was mm -hmm. like an in-game store for in-game coins, so not real money. So coins have a more of a actual value to it with character skins and just any item like cars, whatever. Just they have like I don't know a lot more customizable options mm. and just a lot more to work towards. But especially Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you unlock. Every character already, and all you have to do is unlock cards by getting money. Even though in older iterations you have to do like challenges to earn them. So continuous content then. Put that yeah. as. Oh, that would be even better, dude. Like Splatoon, when they release a new map every month with two characters. That would be even better. But that's not, not going to happen, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, because for me, I couldn't see them just releasing a new map. But I could see them doing new trophies. And again, that would be part of like... Um regular dlc as such um and then the clothing whatever like your characters mm -hmm. and uh skins. tanuki mario whatever or whatever different skins like you said they want to put on that's the paid part that that would make sense that'd be a good little business model for nintendo wouldn't it i don't know if you have to pay for skins i just hope it's going to be free the skins. Yeah, I just want to unlock them with gameplay, you know? Would be yeah. um... either gameplay or like in-game story to collect like money. It's also Oh, I'm saying like for it. continuous content, like agreed, I don't want the Mario Kart 8 style where 
you just get a random item after every like 50 coins weren't it uh, i would much rather just get those coins and be able to select what i want yeah exactly dude the good gameplay well, pretty much, I'm hoping they copy <laughs> Crash Team Racing. Uh, that's the thing I should have said. Copy Crash Team Racing. <laughs> and like, it's not a lot like they can't do it, because they proved with Martin's Aces and the Splatoon that they can easily do updates over time. So, you just, uh, hopefully, definitely need to do it. But that all depends on the sales, I guess. Or it will, and the, or, or so the reason it boosts sales, maybe. Maybe that's the reason it's, it's going to boost the sales for the new game by having regular updates. Do you think we're going to get another way. Crash Team Racing? I've got to ask that because no, no, I wasn't no, no, a fan no. of like, well, I'm fine with Crash Team Racing, but it doesn't. I, Mario Kart's better. Uh, that's all I'm going to say for me personally. So, I don't think there will be new Crash Team Racing. Just because this one released too soon and it's already the ultimate Crash Team Racing game anyway, so I don't see them releasing one. Especially, I think it was like a year or two ago, so yeah. even the time window is bad. And like I said, they did a year of updates with new characters, tracks, everything. So, no, I don't think Christian Racing will happen for a long time. And the only reason you hate this is because you better the game, by the way. Oh, okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> it was not easily accessible. I was trying to pl yeah. I, I was playing it. I was okay, is all I'm going to say, but I can imagine it, it just is not accessible when i think of kart racing games anyway you've got to be able to play it if you're five or 80. you know that that's what makes mario games yeah. and like you know mario pie and that magical wrestling racing didn't have that that was yeah. a technical game which is good yeah. in its own sense but it doesn't fit, exactly. hit the scratch if i want to get technical with a racing game i'm going to put the steering wheel in and i'm going to do you know r factor or Project Cars or a set of Corsa, you know, I'm not going to play Crash Team Racing. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Because Crash Team Racing is a lot more competitive when I played it. Like a lot more. Especially because I had like a certain rank section as well. Where you, uh, if you got, I think, top 5%, you got like a special car with decal every season. So even added more to it to actually get the dubs. I mean, for that reason, it was also like a good game because uh, Mario Kart is more for the memes. Question racing would be for serious gameplay, getting them dubs, raking them in, you know? And there's a lot of things better than Mario Kart in my opinion. Like? Like, uh, the story mode was fun to have. Like, it wasn't that big, but still, it was fun oh. to have. I, that's like got to be my biggest, like, request yeah. for Mario Kart 9 is the story mode. I'll admit that. I mean, every other game has it anyway, so. <laughs> like, other sports can have it. Uh, like I said, the whole store. But like, you could pay for it if you want to, but you can also earn it by just playing the game. So that's always a good thing in my book. But you can give, give, give people the option. Also, it doesn't change the gameplay because it's an update where everyone is the same speed. Because you can pretty much decide which speed you want, which type you want. So you can play any character. And uh, of course, the monthly... Uh, well, not anymore, but the monthly updates always kept it fresh. To come back to it and uh, try new challenges and new tracks and characters and stuff. So... So, how would you feel if Mario Kart 9 followed the same as uh, Mario Tennis Aces and what we're expecting of this Mario Golf game? Like, where it's just the first year is free updates and then after that it just dies off. Nintendo just, I don't That's want to say fine. gives up, but it just doesn't, you know, it's already done the content. Mm -hmm. I think it's totally fine. As long as it don't, uh, like, cut off all the characters beforehand. Mm. 
then I think it's fine. But because if you're gonna be there and you have a roster of 20 characters, then we, we had like 50 in the latest one, that just seems stupid. Mm. But I, I wouldn't mind if they already had like 50 characters and then they just added a few ones over the over time. I think that's fine. For a year as well. Like a year is plenty of time. I think that's the issue as well, because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe felt a little bit like Smash Brothers in the fact that it was the definitive game, didn't it? Yeah. Definitely. And otherwise you're going to be stepping back, and that's not good. They've already made, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say the masterpiece, but 8 was the best Mario Kart game ever made. I don't think anyone's really going to deny that. Well, maybe you might enjoy defense. some of the others, yeah. But oh, burning, burning something in the back, dude. No, 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 main event. <laughs> Let's get back to Baku. What like, done? Mario Kart Wii was great because it was moddable. You yeah. don't get that with the Switch. I mean, you do get some modding with the Switch. Like, have you seen ROM hacks and that for uh, Mario? Uh... I was about to say Mario. Galaxy. Um... Odyssey. Odyssey. Thank you. Um... <gasps> Baku one. Wow. But Bonnie is a funny, funny number. number. Yeah, funny it's number, funny dude. Number, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I have the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Who's the real winner here, dude? What did the numbers mean, Mason? Ah, oh, okay, right. I think on that bombshell, we can. <laughs> it ain't gonna get better than that. No, this goes round, dude. Goes round. It was indeed. We have to come back with some uh, more miniature golf at some point. I think we we got some more party games in the books, don't we? Some ultimate chicken horse, move or die, uh, gang beast maybe. Gang beast only one. It's gonna be chaotic, dude. Oh man. <laughs> maybe I, some I, pump I feel pie. Like that's, uh, dangerous. Oh, oh okay. Well, that's or, just completely dangerous. Oh, my party two. <laughs> if it's out, who knows? We'll see. If Super Mario it's Party come, two comes out, if it's announced at E3, we will get that because that will be great fun. But oh, unfortunately, boys. No more fun. We we need to close up the bar. Everyone's sort of heading on home. It's getting a little bit uh, of a ghost town in here. So, I would like to thank everyone at home for tuning on in. You two, of course, beside me, or I say beside me, she's beside me behind the bar. Bunny's plugging I'm something sweating. in behind that. Yeah, I'm he's sweating. dancing. He finished the machine. <laughs> he's dancing. <laughs> I am he's sweating. showing the robot how to actually dance. That's it. <laughs> that man's gonna moves. take over. Oh, I I am terrified. I can't wait. <laughs> but until next week, guys, make sure to head on over to Twitter at Kappa Clubcast. Of course, over on YouTube as well, Kappa Club Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcast, Google Podcast, anywhere you want to grab it. Make yeah. sure to uh, go look it on our Facebook and Instagram as well. Don't forget. Ah. Oh. TikTok maybe if Bonnie ever uh, uploads something there. Yeah, we'll see. I know, right? Uh, after the robot, that that's your next thing, ain't it, Bonnie? Um, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, I, 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 I'm worried about what we're going to see him do next week too. But you guys will have to tune in next Tuesday from 11 a.m. BST midday CEST is of course whenever we upload these new podcast but until then stay safe we'll see you soon Bye. goodbye